The Southern Middle Tennessee Prep Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Columbia Academy, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, Andy Wilhoyt with United Country Realty, the law office of David A. Bates, Custom Stone Handlers, Covenant Technology, Patio West, Coastal and Comfort Eats, and Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. Specializing in orthopedic injuries, their OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit them online at mtbj.net. Sports Today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yow. Good morning and welcome into today's show. You can't hear us on Facebook yet, but you can hear us on the radio. And that's ideal. At least that's, you know, half the battle. Half the battle. I'm trying to figure this out. We'll get there. We'll get there. Oh, man. So what's up, guys? (laughs) <laughs> just just another morning on the struggle bus what's the the day after hump day now <laughs> uh, are you on should be yeah okay. he's on struggle all right well i can't bus. hear him in, i can't hear him in my headphones so but that's okay i just told the folks on facebook the audio is coming there they are i bet you good morning man what a day Welcome in on Facebook, welcome in on WZYX down in Franklin County, and, of course, the flagship, the home base, Front Porch Sports Studio Headquarters right here on West 7th in Columbia on WKOM 101.7 FM. This is Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. I'm Chris Yow. Got Mo Patton, got Coach Mike in the house. Good morning, everybody. Yes. Good would have been 1030. <laughs> morning well that's it's it's that it is it definitely is we should be used to this yeah after it's what, ironic because like six plus months he's still working on adjustments when we get when we get to uh when we get here like 35 minutes ahead of schedule i just feel like oh, i got plenty of time <laughs> and now it's like you know i would rather get here 20 minutes ahead of schedule and have everything on my checklist in my head ready to go. <laughs> we'll be all right. Is anybody else like hot? It's it's hot it's, in here. <laughs> it's warmer than I anticipated. <laughs> well, that's because you wore pants for the first time this week, probably. I'm actually comfortable. So the reason I wore pants is because I didn't know how long it was going to rain today, and I don't like when my, my, my calves get all wet and stuff. I'd just rather... Yeah. <laughs> It's an ordeal. <laughs> anyway, now we got a great show for you. We got tons to talk about today. It's going to be 
massive, massive day. Um, we should probably just go ahead and get right into it because on the way in, you sent me a tweet from our friends over at the Williamson Herald from Charles Pulliam. Charles Pulliam waking up breaking news. That's what he does. That's that's what he do. Yeah. Um, interesting. Miles Thresh, who spent four years at Battleground Academy as um, assistant coach, JV coach, and middle school coach before taking over the Brentwood High School position for the last four years and, and winning almost 100 games in four years, is now headed back to Battleground Academy as the high school varsity girls basketball coach. He will replace Clay Price, who is stepping down. Um, Thrash, again, 98 and 28 in four years at Brentwood High School. Two-time District 11 AAA Coach of the Year. Led the Lady Bruins to a state tournament berth in 2020 and to the region semifinals this past year. Um, so he is he is pulling up stakes and returning to some from some familiar surroundings over on Mac Hatcher Bypass in Franklin, and um, taking over a program that went seven and fourteen this past year in District Three, Division Two A. So it's intriguing to me. That's um, one way the, to put the, it. The thought process behind that move, but that is the move. Miles Thrash leaving Brentwood High School to return to BGA this time as varsity girls basketball coach. Hmm. I mean, sometimes you just want to be comfortable. I don't. I don't know. It's that is not a move that I would have expected. Had a lot of success at, you know, arguably the top level of high school basketball in Tennessee. Again, 29-3 and in 2020, fell in the state quarterfinals. 23-6 and this past year, advanced to the Region 6 AAA semifinals. Uh, Had a young lady who has signed an Ivy League scholarship. Um... Amelia Osgood, who's going to Princeton. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm, I'm intrigued by it. The, the the senior class at Brentwood is certainly strong and one that I'm not – I would never say that a coach is trying to leave because the cupboard is bare, uh, especially in public school. You just don't – and at Brentwood, the cupboard's rarely bare. Well, one, the cupboard's rarely bare, and two – you can restock that cupboard pretty quickly, particularly in Williamson County, because it's such a transient community. You never know when somebody might move in. Yeah, I mean, from literally anywhere across yeah. the country, or across the county, or, or across the county. <laughs> it can literally be from ten miles down the road or two thousand. Yeah, and you yeah, I mean, we know. talked with Erica Powell, the Brentwood softball coach, a couple of weeks ago. Well, last week, I guess it was, mm-hmm. and she mentioned. Her shortstop moving in from California, who has already signed with Santa Clara. I mean, that's not necessarily an isolated incident. So, right. I mean, you you don't know who's liable to walk through the doors, but 
you know, by yeah, the same. That's not the, that's not the, that's not just the case there though. It's also the case at BGA. True. True. Or anywhere in Williamson County. Yeah. So it, it's interesting. I just, um, it, it's interesting. That's <laughs> I, I, and it, it sounds really cliche ish and it's probably overused, but I, I don't have another word for it. Yeah. I don't really, uh, I don't have an issue with it. It's just, oh, no. it's just a, a little, the it's timing is off and the timing is a little off. You know, typically this doesn't happen in the middle of a school year necessarily. Well, I mean, it's but, basketball. They've been done for yeah, well, a little over a month now. You know, there are quite a few girls basketball coaching vacancies right and now, especially in our area. Yeah, I mean, at, there are at least three now, if not more. Let's see, Brentwood is open. Indeed. Centennial still has not hired a coach yet. Brett okay. Simmons retired, uh, resigned at the end of the season. So you've got three just in, I guess now, formerly District 11 AAA. And then Central. You've got, well, in Kalioka as well. Kalioka, that's five. Yeah. That's five girls basketball coaches. If, you, if you're a girls basketball coach and you need a job, and you we got one. a place. To, yeah. <laughs> if we got a place for you. <laughs> If you want to send us a resume, feel for, oh Mount, don't forget Mount, Mount Pleasant, Pleasant is also it's, it's open. Six. Yeah, so, so goodness gracious, you, you know, if if you're interested in coaching girls basketball, this is the time. Isn't this what they call the silly season in some of the pro sports. It can because be all the, because of all the changes and the well bouncing around, and some of these are pretty silly as well, actually. But that's another story for another day. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Um, rest of the show today. In uh, the next segment, we're going to bring you Jenny Stevenson, softball coach, who whose team got an un well a rescheduled um, mm-hmm. win last night over Independence and, in unconventional fashion. And, by the way, I kind of I'm just going to say this because, and I'd pro- I'd say it with her on the show and I, and I may say it in the next segment, mm-hmm. but, um, the irony of Elena Escobar pitching in that game against her former team. Uh, yeah. Mm. Anyway, mm. um, in the third segment, we'll talk a little bit about some baseball action from last night. Uh, maybe a little bit of a preview of tonight's Columbia state basketball game because we should probably elaborate on one of the questions that we asked Winston. Hmm. Um, so okay, put some odds on some things. <laughs> um, <laughs> at the top of the 10 o'clock hour, we will talk to Brad Willis, the Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame executive director, talking about his 2021 induction class as it is now complete. Uh, we'll talk about the Braves, of course, and uh, Titans, Preds play again tonight. They got a big one uh, with the Lightning coming to town. So Actually, it's the Red Wings tonight. Is it Red it? Wings tonight? That's right. Yeah. And Lightning this weekend. You're yeah. right. Um, but even still, every it's game still big. is important for them oh, yeah. right now. Yeah. Uh, so And they've been playing like it. They have. They have. Uh, so we'll get, we'll get into all of that in the rest of the show. Plenty to talk about. Uh, again, if you are listening on Facebook or watching on Facebook and you'd like to – interact with us we would love for you to do so just go ahead and 
shoot us a comment. Let us know that you're here. And if you have anything you want to say, we'll be happy to, to talk about it. If you are listening on the radio, we appreciate that as well. If you are worldwide on FrontPorchRadioTN.com uh, or, I guess, uh, WZYXRadio.com. Uh, or, I'm sorry, WZYXRadio.net. Dot net. Okay. Uh, yeah. Big difference. Yes, yes. As, um, my DJ company is .net, too, and it's very difficult for me. <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, crap. Um, <laughs> so, anyway, I get it. Kind of a, cl- a cloudy day here in Columbia, but we expect the weather to get out of here in time for high school outdoor sports this afternoon. So, if you are looking for some high school sports, we can tell you exactly where you can go. Be careful with that. In today's rundown. Is the rundown. Oh, you caught me off guard. In baseball action Tuesday, um, Wednesday, Coffee County defeated Franklin County 2-1. to one. It was Lincoln County 10, Columbia Central 3, Fayetteville 8, Huntland 3. In the first half of a doubleheader, Huntland picked up the nightcap victory 12-2. And Summertown, nine, Union City, nothing. In softball action, it was Eagleville, 17, Friendship Christian, nine, Summit, a 10 nothing win over Independence. And in junior college softball, it was Vol State, 12, Columbia State, four, and that was in five innings. There were two games there. Columbia State won the, I'm sorry, Vol State won the second game, eight nothing, both in five innings. Today's baseball scheduled action, Lawrence County plays at Columbia Academy at four o'clock. Mount Pleasant travels to Summertown to take on Middle Tennessee Christian at 5.15. At 6.30, Independence plays at Dixon County, and Summit hosts Spring Hill. So, Summertown will host, it looks like a tri-match type of situation here, <laughs> where Middle Tennessee Christian will travel to Summertown, and they will take on the Lady Eagles at 7.30 following that game against Mount Pleasant. Uh, Kalioka is at Lawrence County. That's an 8 p.m. first pitch. Seems to be. And Richland and Wayne County will uh, also play at Lawrence County. That's probably before the Kalioka game. I hence, certainly hope so. <laughs> hence the, uh, the, the late, late start. start. Yeah. yeah. In softball action today, Columbia Academy travels to Christ Presbyterian Academy. First pitch at 4.30 p.m. Fayetteville plays at Richland at 6. Also at 6, you've got Lawrence County at Tullahoma and Loretto visits Summertown. And boys soccer action on the pitch. First touch for Columbia Academy at Hickman County at 6 p.m. Also at 6 p.m., Lawrence County hosts Murfreesboro Central. At 7, it's the Middle Tennessee Fire traveling to Summit. And as we mentioned earlier, in junior college hoops action in the state semifinals, Columbia State hosts Southwest Tennessee. The Salukis at 6 p.m. The winner will play at 4.30 on Saturday at Vol State in the championship. And that is your Thursday rundown on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. All right, when we return, we will talk to Summit softball coach Jenny Stevenson. So stick around, and we will have her on the show right after this on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bon & Joint. If you've listened to this show, you know Chris and I are always down for a good meal. 
Recently, we learned about Patio West in Spring Hill and what a pleasure it has been. Their menu is full of seafood, burgers, and more, giving every member of your family something to enjoy. Be sure to go by Patio West Coastal and Comfort Eats located at 3011 Longford Drive in Spring Hill or visit patiowest.com and tell them the guys at Southern Middle Tennessee Sports sent you. When we're out covering sports in and around Murray County, communication between Maurice and I is absolutely vital to our success. When your business needs top-notch communication and local service, Covenant Technology is there, and they are dedicated to helping your business succeed by ensuring open lines of communication to your clients and customers. Contact them today at 615-846-9898 or visit covenanttechnology.net. Here's Mo and Chris. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. This segment is brought to you by our friends over at Zion Christian Academy, zcaeagles.org. Or you can give them a call, set up your tour today, 931 388 They'll be happy to give you a tour of their beautiful campus. Phone lines are open. Yes, they are. <laughs> I say they. I, I don't know. They're on spring break, so probably don't call them today. Mm. <laughs> but you know, seriously, I mean, you would think this would be the time to go. Ideal if time. You're interested because <laughs> you're not in school either, right? They may actually be there. Yeah. Who knows? Give them a call. <laughs> if or they don't, they, if they don't answer, they're call not on, there. Call on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, there's plenty. You can also email them. Just you know, there's there's. ZionEagles.org has all their emails. So you're good to go. Zion Eagles or ZCA Eagles? It's ZionEagles.org. Okay. So, there you go. We are excited about this segment as we have a fantastic guest lined up for you. And a coach who has certainly had some unique games this season uh she's her she and her she and her team have have scored a lot of runs in short periods of time and then their pitching staff is just fantastic i mean my goodness so on the parks motor sales hotline joining us this morning is summit softball coach jenny stevenson coach welcome in how are you? Thank you. Thank you. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on this morning. Thanks for joining us, Coach. Um, you know, as Chris mentioned, you, you've you had some, some intriguing outings this season. <laughs> and yes. last night falls right in line with that. Um, your your um, border battle with, with independence – Close ball game for six innings, and then you guys just decide, okay, we're we're ready to go home, but let's make it a little exciting first. Sent 11 hitters to the plate in the top of the seventh, scored eight runs to finish off a 10-0 victory over Independence. Um, what took y'all so long? 
Oh, I don't know. They were driving me crazy. Um, <laughs> we uh, we definitely waited a long time to make adjustments, but we finally, the sixth inning, we started being patient at the plate, waiting for our pitch. And so I think the maybe the third or the fourth inning, it was a three-pitch inning. All three batters hit the first pitch, ground ball. So once we started being patient, we got the bat rolling and had a, you know, had a had a big last inning. Um, but we also had a game with Franklin High School this week. Same thing. It was scoreless going into the seventh inning. So I was excited to see that we got the bats. We finally got the bats rolling and were able to put up some big numbers at the end there. You know, and, and your offense has been able to put up some big numbers. 11 nothing over Spring Hill in the opener. 8 nothing over Brentwood last week. Um yeah, you you you've been able to generate some offense, and that's always fun, particularly when you've got the pitching that you've got. I would think. Yes, it is. Um, the other big one we had was fifteen zero against Page. So we definitely, when when our bats are hot and our pitches are on, um, we're tough to beat for sure. So it, it's been fun scoring a lot of runs this year. Yeah, you know, let's talk about those pitchers. I mean, Elena Escobar last night, you put her in the circle against her former team uh, and she pitches a gym. Uh, yeah. Lily Kate has been really good for you lately in that summit yeah. or in that, in that Franklin game that you were just mentioning uh, through seven shutout in, yeah. in that one. So uh, just having two pitchers is a luxury in softball. Yes. Yeah, it is. We, we're really lucky to have, um, you know, Elena and Lily Kate, and they both throw so different. You know, it's it's vastly different. So when you're playing us, I, you know, I feel like you, you don't know how to prepare because they are so different. Um, but they've both been very successful this year. Um, Lily Kate has the maturity and the composure on the mound to kind of go with the skill that she has shown um, her freshman year. She now has the maturity, you know, to go with it. So it's been really fun watching her develop and seeing the two of them kind of push each other and help each other and cheer each other on. They're the loudest ones in the dugout when the when they're not pitching. So it's been really fun having both of them work together this year and, and fighting to, to get the win. You know, Coach, when you've got two pitchers like that in softball and they are, you know, pretty much one and one A, uh, mm-hmm. both, I mean, obviously they would both be the – the pitcher for a lot of teams. How do you make sure that you are, you know, utilizing them quote properly, I guess, you know, getting them the innings and, and getting them into the circle, but not, you know, keeping it balanced, I guess. I mean, is it just, this is your game, this is your game and you just go back and forth or how does that work for y'all? We're kind of just, um, we actually kind of discuss it together kind of looking at the week and, you know, kind of looking at the hitters that we're going to be up against and um, kind of who I think matches up, you know, who the coaching staff thinks matches up well with the other ones. Um, but this week, of course, uh, playing Indy, you know, I said, I assumed Elena would want to pitch against them and she did. So that one was an easy one to decide this week. So that would get to be her game. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's okay. Let Lily Kate throw this one. Um, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, you guys went down to Saudi Daisy this past weekend. You're playing in the Raptor Classic this coming weekend over at Fly yes. Park in Franklin. Do these mm-hmm. do these tournaments take on added importance given that you didn't have 
preseason scrimmages, preseason play days, and that kind of thing as a result of the pandemic? Yeah, it definitely does. Not being able to play scrimmages was super frustrating, just not being able to have that live live play before. And we always um, try to, you know, get in the play days that are going to give us the highest level of competition possible. So we kind of see where we're at right at the beginning of the year. So not being able to do that was frustrating. Um, but um, there's great talent in the tournaments that we've been in. Um, the Saudi Daisy tournament was was big for us, getting those three wins in pool play. We actually got to play my alma mater, Saudi Daisy, on the field that I played on growing up, which was really fun. Um, so, you know, being able to have that high level of competition and having to play, you know, multiple games, you know, in a day, I think is huge for just building that confidence and stamina that you'll need, you know, through postseason. Going into the Raptor, we, we are on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with Summit softball coach Jenny Stevenson. Uh, the Lady Spartans will be playing in the Raptor Classic this weekend over at Fly Park at mm-hmm. 4 o'clock on Friday. Uh, you've got Hazel Green out of Alabama at 7. You've got Clarksville. And in the early game on Saturday morning, um, 9 o'clock against Wilson Central before you get into um, single elimination bracket play, what what's your expectation going into this? What are you trying to, um, to accomplish? Well, uh, we're always playing to win, so we're we're hoping to come away with some big wins this weekend. Um, I just I want to see our bats be more consistent, like you said, with our scores. We have some really big scores, and then we've had games, you know, like Franklin and Dixon County, where you know we couldn't, we could, we never were able to make the adjustments and get get the big hits and get the bats rolling. So I'm looking for our bats to be more consistent, um, and the pitchers just continue doing the the work that they're doing on the mound, and I think we'll. I think we'll be successful if we can get them get them both rolling. Speaking of bats, you've got to, uh, your leadoff hitter Abby O'Reilly has been fantastic for you all year, and she's a yeah. junior. But let's talk about freshman Ashlyn Easley. She has to be a player that you are excited about being able to coach not only this year but for years to come. Yes, she is. So I teach at the middle school that feeds our high school. So. I have been watching Ashlyn and anxiously awaiting her arrival at Summit for three <laughs> years now. So, um, yeah, I was so pumped when she finally, you know, finished middle school and came up to high school because I had watched her play. Um, I'd seen her attitude and composure, you know, in the hallways and how she treats other people and just knew that she was not only a phenomenal softball player, but also just a great human. So, we have been anxiously awaiting her arrival <laughs> and she's playing center field for us right now. Made a great catch kind of close to the fence last night. Um, she can pretty much play anywhere. Um, she was playing first base while catcher was quarantined this past weekend. So she's very versatile um, where she can play and what she can do and has some speed to go with it. So she is, um, she's been a huge asset to our team this year. That has to be an interesting dynamic, coaching at the middle school that feeds you and, you know, being able to interact with those kids and, and you know, kind of recruit those halls, I would think. You and um, Pete Miller with the wrestling team are kind of in the same situation over there at Spring yeah, Station. The boys' soccer coach is also in the building here um, for this, for Summit. So it's kind of fun having us. There's a an assistant basketball coach that's in the building, but I, I've loved being able to be here. And I also coach middle school volleyball, and there's several girls that play both. So 
I really feel like by the time they're playing for me, we already have the rapport. So we don't, you know, we don't have to waste that first few months trying to figure each other out. So it's, it's been nice to, to be here and, and have, you know, already met the girls that are about to try out. And I guess the flip side of that being that you guys somewhat share a campus is you're not necessarily removed from your players. I mean, you don't see them in the halls necessarily, but you're, you're close. I'm, I'm not a big yeah. fan of not being in the building with your kids personally, right. but, but I, I would yeah. guess y'all situation is kind of the, the outlier because you are so close. Yes, I think it is too. I, I thought, you know, I always thought that I would do high school and, you know, coach high school and teach high school, but I, I do feel like this is kind of the best of both worlds. I really like the middle school age too. And, and I do think it's a huge advantage to be able to already have a relationship, you know, with the kids before they get there. So um, I, I like, I like, but like you said, I'm close enough to where I can go over and check on the field during the day or somebody needs something during the day. I can, I can get, you know, get what they need. So it's kind of the best of both worlds. Speaking on the Parks and Motor Sales Hotline with Jenny Stevenson, Summit Softball Coach, you, um, you've had the opportunity to coach several players who have gone on to play at the next level, including uh, Caitlin Woodside. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have her sister, Morgan. Yes. Yeah. And Morgan is is a senior. Any any ideas on what she's looking at uh, as far as college goes? Has she committed anywhere? She's just a really good softball yeah. player. Pits over what over four hundred for the year. Yeah, she's she's having a she's having a great season. Um, she is actually signed with Rome State. Gotcha. So we had a very rushed signing day yesterday before we loaded up the cars and ran to Indy for her and Elena. So she's committed to Rune State. Um, she is a phenomenal softball player. It's it's hard to get a ball through the dirt on the left side with uh, Morgan at shortstop, and she's got great great speed and and a good solid bat. So yeah, we're fortunate to still have a a wood side on the team. <laughs> no <laughs> doubt, no doubt. KK was a lot of fun to watch as as, as has. Uh, uh, Morgan Ben, so really excited yeah. about watching this team continue uh, throughout the rest of the year. Eleven AAA is a very difficult district, Coach. You you have to you have to be on your game uh, pretty much night in and night out, and yeah. that has to prepare your team for, uh, like you said, postseason play. Because once you get out of this district, it's it's really uh, a, it's almost easier once you get out of the district. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, I hate to say that, but um, it is true. And this year, the, the district is definitely the most balanced that it's been in my five years of, of being at Summit. There are so many pitchers. I was kind of thinking through, like, who all has signed this year. And I know of more, you know, people within the district um, that have signed to play at the next level this year than in years past. And lots of pitchers, really. Um, and I think that's what's making the big difference and kind of balancing out the playing field a little bit is that um, the pitching I feel like is, is higher than it has been in the past. So yeah, every time we go out, I mean, anybody can beat anybody and kind of looking at the results, you can see that like this team beat this team, but that team beat that team, but that team beat that team. It's like a kind of cyclical right now. It looks like. And coach, I know you don't look ahead, but you know, with the new classifications coming beginning next season with, um, baseball, softball, and boys and girls basketball going to four classes. You guys will be in a new district. Um, 
with yeah. Independence, Columbia Central, Ravenwood, and Nolansville. Um, how do you feel like that changes when you talk about how competitive 11 AAA is and, and how deep it is? I mean, you guys are, what, a nine-team district yeah. right now? Yeah. So, going yeah, gonna to make scheduling a little more challenging, I would think. Yeah, this year I could hardly add any games because, you know, of the way they count tournaments. And then with the 16 district games that we have, you really – I mean, I felt bad. I tried to schedule games with Columbia Academy and Nolensville and some of the teams that we played in the past, and it's just hard to find a spot for it and, and still get some practice in. So, on the one hand, it'll be nice to have, you know, just the five teams next year, but then you know that your um, regional game is, you know, going to be challenging – as you get out of the district. So it's, it's going to be different for sure. Different isn't always better, but it's always, it's not always worse either. So that's it's just right. Different. To it's, be determined. it's to be determined at this point. We just don't know yeah. uh, the the four classifications you you'll get 10 different answers. If you ask 10 different coaches, so yes. yep. <laughs> you never know, but um, coach, thanks so much for hanging out with us today. We are excited. Like I said, about, uh, about this year, this this softball season, I know I'm getting super pumped about as uh, as, as tournament play gets ready to, to crank up and postseason and whatnot. I, I, I love watching softball. You know when I get a chance to come out there, I always do, even if it is 30 degrees with a wind chill of negative 14. Right, Brentwood. I hope we're done with that. Yeah, <laughs> same here. That Brentwood game, I, I almost just went to the car. <laughs> like it was bad yeah. it's brutal i hate the cold like really um, hate the cold i have a heated vest and ha- hand warmers that recharge and I, I i do not enjoy the cold so i hope we're done with that and ready for some warm weather and, and more softball games absolutely well this weekend will be a lot of fun we are uh looking forward to catching you at the raptor classic uh out at fly park in franklin so thank you for joining us and we look forward to talking to you later this year Thank you so much. I appreciate you guys. All right. That's Jenny Stevenson, Summit Softball Coach on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline here on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. This segment was brought to you by our friends at Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org. They will be happy to give you a tour. My guess is they're probably there. Give them a call, 931-388-5731, and uh, go check out their fantastic campus over in South Murray County. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, the few games that we had yesterday, including giving you some some more information about that Summit Indy softball game, but also uh, Columbia Central Lincoln County played, as well as Summertown and Union City. So we'll get to all that and more on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Stick around. Hey, folks. While we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com.
high school sports, and beyond. It's on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Happy to have you here with us on this Thursday edition of the show as we are coming to you live from the Front Porch Sports Studios here in Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome into our friends down in Franklin County, Winchester, Deckard, Cowan, Huntland, and more, and beyond, and, yeah. and beyond. <laughs> um, really appreciate you guys being with us and on Facebook as well. Uh, we did have a comment. Uh, Lena Stewart Steele said that she enjoyed that interview. So there's that. I enjoyed that interview too. I did it as well. That so. may have been um, a relative of the interview subject. Probably. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Oh, we don't care. We're happy. I'm just saying. Yeah. That's right. This segment on Thursday is brought to you by our friends at Jones and Lang Sporting Goods over in Neely's Mill Shopping Center on Trotwood Avenue in Columbia. They are your team and individual sporting goods supplier. If you need jerseys or if you need a mitt or a bat or some socks or or an official shirt, an official and whistle. shirt and whistle, yeah, you can get or trophies. They do trophies and embroidery. Uh, if you ever see us running around town wearing some, you know, SMTN gear. It came from Johnson Lane. No doubt. And they are fantastic folks. Hey, Daniel Pollard and, and the gang over there, they do a great job. Shout out to Ruby Williams getting ready for some youth baseball right about now. And she um she takes care of all that stuff. Um They are running amazing. around right now. They really are. They are yeah. running around like chickens with their heads cut off with uh with with youth baseball coming up, I can tell you. Outfitting you since nineteen sixty six, I That's do right. believe. It's so fifty five years. It's a long time. It is. Take it, it really is. <laughs> there it is. Where you at, Coach Mike? There it is. Um nine three one three eight eight eighty sixty, if you want to call Daniel and the folks over at Jones and Lane. Let's get into some games that happened last night. Let's I'll tell you what, Mo, why don't we do this? Right. How about we talk a little bit about our friends down in Franklin County? All right. Um, they lost to Coffee County yesterday, two to one. A really uh let me just tell you, Coffee County's Jacob Holder is a pretty good pitcher. And yesterday he proved it. Uh seven innings, two hits, one earned run, uh, and struck out thirteen. Now on the other side, Gaddis Henley and Peyton Miller went six innings because they obviously didn't have to play the bottom of the seventh. Um, Gaddis Henley threw 75 pitches in five and a third. That's that's efficient. Yeah, that's, that's efficient. Well, but your previous guy, you said he pitched all seven. Yep. Got 13 strikeouts. Yep. And still stayed under the pitch count. Uh, 106, yep. Wow, so that's 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 efficient. That's, that's a deal in at the, at the high school level in particular. Yeah. I mean, you're just not going to run across a whole lot of two to one high school baseball games. You're really so not. Uh, Gaddis Henley scattered three hits, struck out five, did not give up an earned run. Both of the runs were unearned. Uh, Coffee County scored in the bottom of the first and the bottom of the third. Franklin County scored in the top of the seventh to give themselves 
a chance. It was um, <laughs> apparently a um, a hit by pitch. With the bases loaded? <laughs> With the bases loaded. And yeah. They, yeah hey, um, hey, take one for the team. We take, got ice. That's right. Uh, whether you do or not. <laughs> um, but Gaddis Henley got one of the two hits, the, the pitcher. Got one of the two hits, and uh, Wyatt Lowe also got a hit. He went one for three in the game as well. Uh, Gavin Hill with the RBI. Hit by pitch. With the hit by pitch. RBI the hard way. It depends. It might have been a curveball. You don't know. (laughs) It might not have hurt too bad. It's still not the easy way. (laughs) Hurt too bad. (laughs) You know, know, these people in the the stands and in the dugout, wear that. It's easy for you to say from where you're at. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's like the, uh, the kid from Kalioka who nearly caught the ball. Like, cause yeah. it's just it, in batting practice. Mm-hmm. If the ball's coming at you, like that's just instinct. You just catch it. Yeah. He almost caught it. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Anyway. Uh, so really good baseball game yesterday over at coffee County. Um, but tough loss for the rebels. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, um, the so it, it, apparently these Huntling games were on Tuesday that we gave you in the uh, in the rundown. In the rundown. Oh, yeah, I didn't realize that. Um, but we can still talk a little bit about them a little bit later. But first, let's stay in eight AAA, mm-hmm. Columbia Central and Lincoln County. Yeah, three Lincoln County home runs in a ten three victory over the Lions. Um, Central, four errors, and it's been a struggle for Central. Again, um, as we discussed after their season opener against Coffee County, they started four freshmen in that game, young squad. Cohen Fagan gave up eight hits and eight runs. Six of those were earned over four innings in, um, in the Wednesday affair. Luke Usselton comes in and gets four strikeouts in three innings of relief. Also had a pair of hits along with Hudson Adams. But um, it got away early for Central as Lincoln County scored four runs in the third to make it a 6-1 game and added on from there. So Central falls to 2-12 and overall, 1-7 and in district play with that loss. And um, – Lincoln County now five and one in a triple A action. So there you go. Okay. Um, I'm going to do some softball if that's okay. Or well, you go go ahead and get that baseball. Before you do some softball, yeah, get that baseball let, let's way. let's talk about this Summertown nine nothing win over Union City because Columbia State signee Grant Burleson getting it done on the mound and at the plate. Ten strikeouts in six innings. Hits his eighth home run of the year. Went three for four with a double. Eight. Eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Eight. In 11 games. My goodness. Yeah. Um, That's efficient. Why you keep pitching to that guy? <laughs> well, I Trey, mean, maybe, is, maybe Union City didn't know. Trey but, Turner. Yeah. It costs zero dollars to intentionally, to intentionally walk Gavin Burleson. Walk Gavin Burle, uh, Grant Burleson. Grant Burleson. There's so many of them. Yeah. 
One of the Burlesons. Yeah. yeah Kid just, name, all you heard was Burlesons? Just, just walk, walk all the Burlesons. Yeah. There you go. Um, Drake Blackwood, four for four with a triple and a double in that win. Skylar Trousdale, also three for four. Um, as we mentioned in the rundown, Summertown will continue the tournament that they and Lawrence County host. They are scheduled to play Middle Tennessee Christian at 730 at Summertown. So there's that. But, yeah, the, the Eagles 10-1 uh, and one with that 9 nothing win over My, Union City yesterday. Michael Long said, yeah, he crushed it. Okay. Crushed it. Crushed. wonder if it looked like that uh, dead center home run in D.C. yesterday. Mm. Speaking of crushed. <laughs> that we will talk about later. Mm-hmm. Um, moving to softball, Huntland softball did play yesterday. We didn't give you that in the rundown, but they got a 2-1 win over Cornersville, and we know that Cornersville's pretty Cornersville's good. been scoring some runs, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so okay. to hold them to just one run. Uh, Kudos also, to the Lady Hornets. All three runs scored in the fourth inning of this game. <laughs> um, so if you got there in the fifth, you were just yeah, yeah, it was tough. Um, <laughs> but Hannah Daniel was one for two with an RBI, but did not get the RBI on her hit. She grounded out to second base and scored a run. There you go. Uh, get, productive outs. Exactly. Productive Good job, outs. Hannah. Way to put the ball in play. And as we just talked about, Bailey Morris. Uh, Taking one for the team. She wore <laughs> one and got an RBI herself. So, well done to uh, Bailey Morris of the Huntland Lady Hornets. Don't, don't they give you bats for that purpose? <laughs> hey. Sometimes. I know. Sometimes it's unavoidable. Do, I understand do what you got to do. You do you what know, you got to do. Get that run in. Ashlyn Danley went all seven for the Lady Hornets. She gave up no earned runs, nine strikeouts, walked just one, scattering three hits against the Lady Bulldogs, and so well done, Huntland. There you go. So that's uh, just a little Franklin County update there. We're happy that we're able to give you that, friends, down in Franklin County. We we haven't really been able to talk much about it because we're not down there. Mm -hmm. Um, we got to find us an expert. We need it. We, we, if you're in Franklin County and you're going to these games, give us a call. Uh, tell us. Hit who, us up on Twitter. You know, yeah. Shoot us an email, something. Sports at sm-tnsports.com is the email address. Both Chris and I have access to that. You know, you can find Chris on Twitter at ChrisYow14. You can find me on Twitter at MoPattonSports. Or you can follow sm underscore tn sports. And we both keep an eye on that. But, yeah, um, Franklin County, Huntland, get at us. Help us out. Help, help us help, help you. you. <laughs> Knew that was coming. We're like a church choir. been together 20 years. It's, it's amazing. Uh, as we were talking earlier with Jenny Stevenson about that Summit game, I want to mention Malia Scott, two for three with a couple RBIs. Ashlyn Easley, that freshman that I was so high on, also two for three with a couple RBIs. And Dixie Corbin, also Two for three with a couple RBIs. Morgan Brown had two of Independence's five hits in the loss. And well, her her nickname also Mo Mo. So there you go. Gotta love Mo. Um, I 
she I don't know if she pitched or not, but she probably did. Um, Elena Escobar went the distance in the circle, scattering five hits, striking out ten for the Lady Spartans. Headed to Florence, Elena Escobar is. Um, apparently, there was a baseball game at C State yesterday. Hmm. Uh, Vol State's James is it Rafal Rafof Rafoff? Uh, Kim, I'm sorry, I don't know how to say your last name. <laughs> Kim Rafoff. Rafoff. Yeah. There you go. Uh, James. Went seven innings, gave up one hit, striking out ten, and one earned run as uh, Vol State hmm. defeated the defeated Chargers. the Chargers. Okay, so all right, interesting. Was not aware of James. Only knew of the the younger rough off at Columbia Academy. So there you go. See, yeah. we got all kinds of cool hey, stuff. Hey, today anyway. I learned. Yeah. All right, we're gonna get out of here and uh, take a quick break. When we come. back, back uh it is do we have time okay i'm sorry uh, you were giving me the three and i thought it was 30 i apologize for that we're one minute now we have one see live radio folks it is a thing of beauty all right 11-1 victory and she said quote great job on name so I was, listen, my name is Y-O-W. I get a lot of different things, too. I feel your pain, and I apologize. So you don't have a cool, you don't have a cool saying like, like cow, but with a Y. No, no, there's we not. Need a, we need a, a, we need a raffle off saying. Yeah. So. We'll work on that. <laughs> it's raffle off with no wool. <laughs> we'll be right back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Uh, stay tuned. <laughs> 